Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Uh, it's one of the best. Ah, uh, uh, you know the two for Tuesday. Did I say this is one way conversation? The two for Tuesday could either be a blessing or a curse. You know, you get you get two of your favorite artists. You know, like the Who, or the Stones, or the Beatles, maybe. But also, you might get an artist you like, and maybe you only like one of the two songs, really. Or maybe you get an artist you don't really like, and then you're stuck for two songs with an artist you don't really like. So, but I do appreciate the two for Tuesday, and every classic rock station in the nation should employ that two for Tuesday method. Um, let's see. First, I got to make a correction because. Uh, Yesterday I made a mistake on the show. Very rare. Not the mistake, but um, correcting it. I talked about Calendar Girl with Joel Panaglione, and uh, and I kept saying Luke Perry, Luke Perry, but it's not Luke Perry and Calendar Girl. You dope. It's Jason Priestley. You know, it's, I'm not whatever. I'm, I know the difference between the two of them, but I'm not a big 90210 guy. Everyone for like that teen drama stuff, really. The OC. Nah, not for me. I never got into it. I don't know what it was. Well, I mean, there's plenty to plenty attraction to it. I mean, you had like all the hottest young actresses on the planet in these shows, so it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't worth viewing, you know, tuning into to see. Um, whoa. That was wild. Shannon Doherty. I just saw a, uh, I just saw a little, uh, what was it? Like a muskrat cheat death. Ran out from the left lane into the right lane as the car in front of me was going for it. Dived out of the way to go back to the left lane where another car was coming in our direction and just got back to the, to land before he could get run over by uh, that was some serious. That's really. I don't know if these things have a death wish. I don't. Know if, I don't know if they feel like. Or if they look back and they know, like I just fucking dodged a bullet and their heart's racing, or if it's just a matter of like they go through life, right? Because if you get a little bit of a near death experience, like you're catching your breath, you're going, you're saying shit, like that really could have been it. It's happened a couple times. Um. Think of some near-death experiences. I mean, there was one, a couple times in a car where he just like somehow regained control, or somehow. Uh, I mean, one time I was driving back. I actually asked my cousin about this one time. I think on Sunday poor, I asked him about this, and uh, he didn't, didn't remember. We were coming back from a, a trip to New York. We we're driving back on a Sunday morning in the middle of just a pouring rainstorm. And it is coming down. Like, you have the wipers on full speed. <laughs> and I get, like, on the left side of an 18-wheeler. And with me, even when it's not pouring rain and you're in the middle of a fucking tsunami, even when it's not, I, got, I want to get around those trucks as quickly as possible. I don't want to spend any more time on the left side of a truck than I have to. Listen, Lincoln, you don't have a fucking sign, man. Just fucking go. Jesus Christ, you gotta be a fucking... 
good humanitarian? Is that what it is? Jesus. Oh, now, can we please get ahead of these fucking service vehicles? Don't do You're a real fucking son of a bitch. You know that? Sorry. You know, this fucking every time. There's nine trucks, and I just wanted to pass them on the left, which was not necessarily illegal. Then I have this doofus doing the same thing, but at a much slower speed and wearing a mask while he's driving. And he, instead of getting ahead of all the trucks, he got like behind the first the first truck in line. So now I'm looking back. Oh, whatever. That's a fucking bad description. But anyway, I'm ahead of everybody somehow. I, whatever. That's, that was a distraction. Maybe I should start recording after that from now on. After that little merge area, that's when I should hit record so I don't fucking get caught up in it every day talking about it. Giving terrible play-by-play of my commute. Jesus, where the fuck was I? Um, Christ, what was I just talking about? Priestley, 902-0. Then I went to, uh, oh, the near-death experience. I don't know how I remember that going off 902-0, but here we are. And so anytime I'm on the side of a 18-wheeler, I want to get past as quickly as possible anyway, but now even more so because it's pouring rain and it's kicking up more water from the road and um, that's what people don't get when you're on when you're in the in the rain like the person in front of you is kicking up rain and the person in front of you doesn't realize if he doesn't just get the fuck out of your way he's just making it harder for you to drive what he should really do is just go to the center lane let me pass so the rain sometimes isn't as bad as getting the water kicked up from the road is from the person in front of you and then, you know, they don't, they just gotta kind of back off and hope you can either pass them on the right or they figure it out. I mean, you don't wanna be tailgating somebody in the rain either. But at the same time, I'm a much better driver in the rain than most people. So it's just like, get the fuck out of my way. And I'm, I know what I'm comfortable and capable with. Let's go. Not just cause you gotta, just cause you're white knuckle on it doesn't mean uh, I gotta suffer the consequences. Anyway, Jesus, uh, we're, we're going, and uh, as I'm passing on the left side of this truck, uh, it kicked up just a sheet of rainwater. And even though the, the wipers were at full speed, it did not get rid of the rainwater quick enough. And again, that, then I was white knuckling it, and I just got grabbed onto the wheel, not really knowing where I was going. I could have ended up, you know, just making a slight a wrong turn of the wheel and ended up in the front part of the truck or taken, you know, or hit or gone left and ended up in the fucking guardrail or in a ditch somewhere. I have no idea. But it was... Like, I thought for a second, like, I was just driving blind and I thought for a second, like, it really... It really could have been it. And, you know, I get, get through with it and I'm just, like, hearts racing. And I, I think I even said, like, I think we almost spit it, man. And, uh... Anyway, I talked to him, I think, on the show, and I don't think he remembers it. So, my adrenaline was going pretty good. And, uh, I can only imagine. I just wonder, I don't think animals have that adrenaline rush, do they? I wonder what the adrenaline situation is. What an animal has a near-death experience. Or just what it, like, like, there's a tiger chasing, um, a hyena get into, like, is he like, yeah, the chase is on, like, let's go. Like, instinct must take over, right? Like, their eyes probably widen, and, like, they probably 
their senses are probably heightened, right? But I don't know if they actually have any kind of physical, any physical um, feelings like that. I don't know. Something to look up. A little homework for the one-way conversation. Um, loyalists. Another thing I talked about yesterday that I got thinking about after the show was uh, I talked about how I fell into that little water thing, whatever. And uh, I kept thinking about like the old trope, uh, you know, the, the boy falls down the well. And you always hear about the boy being down there. They had to, they tear the well apart. They had to go down there and get him somehow. But my question is, it's fucking well. How come no more? How come there's not more boys drowning in wells? And what kind of dope is playing? Like, can you imagine? All right, talk about talk about near death experience in a, in a rush. Like, you're just like sitting on a well, and all of a sudden, you're not. Like, just gravity is taking you. And your ass, which was sitting down pre. Your ass, which was sitting down previously, just has nothing underneath it, and it's a free fall to the bottom of a well. I mean, it's like your heart sinking, your stomach turning, and then splash you're in a well. But why don't you drop the well? I mean, it's a well, right? Like, isn't there supposed to be water in it? Am I missing something about these fucking wells? Do these people always fall into wells in the middle of a drought? It's like an old trope, but have we secured all the wells in this country now? Are we, all, are we well, like, is there a sign someplace in America we haven't had a well disaster in, you know, six, 16 years, 209 days, 12 hours or something? The old boy falls down the well. Yeah, the, old, the town bands together. Or is that just the Simpsons I'm thinking of? Nothing brings a town together like a boy in a well. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need for uh, for unity in this country is we need a boy in a well. Something to root for. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. We need something to root for as a country. Then we talked about that in something important. Doing like getting holiday for the Super Bowl so we can celebrate something together as a country the country needs something to bind us boy in a well Super Bowl a boy a boy falls in the well before the Super Bowl and then it's like all the news leading up to th- th- that day so instead of all the pregame shit you have to deal with Terry and Howie and Strahan and Boomer and Coach Cower can we do the fucking call Coach Cower Coach Cower still? He's a coach in 20 fucking years. We're just calling Bill Coach Cower. Like Parcells. You call him Coach Parcells. Like he, he coached until he just wasn't capable anymore. Right? Madden. We stopped calling John Madden Coach Madden. Which is John Madden. I'm not calling Coach. I don't think I ever called him Coach. But I'm calling out people for calling him Coach from here on out. Don't call him coach. It's a coach the fucking game in years. Hey coach, how are you? Don't fucking JB, don't fucking fall for it this fucking football season, alright? Maybe I'll write a letter to CBS. 
call into Boomer and Geo. They can still call Boomer QB1. I mean, then everybody's QB1. There's every QB1. Dave Brown's QB1. Kent Graham is QB1. Because he's a QB1. Once the fucking guy from the Broncos who had to fill in during COVID because <laughs> NFL was like, we're not losing this Broncos game. Just put out who you can. And they go to the fucking practice squad. It was like the third string running back in the practice squad. They don't remember his name. He's not QB1 because he's QB1 for a day. Fucking coach coward. It would rid us of all that pregame bullshit if we just had a boy pulling a well, Super Bowl morning, and then leading up to the Super Bowl. That's that. I mean, it would be. This is really just a big opportunity for advertisers. Because listen, you put a boy down the wall and you pull him up. He's got a Coca-Cola shirt on. And then it's all like the whole country's banding together. Get the boy out of the well. We need to you know, save little Timmy. Again, the Simpsons. Uh, we gotta save Timmy. Uh, excavating the well, getting something down there. Hour six. The well. Super Bowl Sunday. Jets versus. Uh, let's see, who's the Super Bowl gonna be this year? Jets. Jets versus Saints. Um, and so, and then we you get to the, you get you get to the intros, and there's either Joe Buck or whoever's calling the Super Bowl this year, and like, oh, uh, just it's really been it, today's about today's Super Bowl, but really it's been all about little Timmy, uh, who fell down a well in Oshkosh this morning. And he has captured the imaginations and hearts of Americans from sea to shining sea. And uh, they're flying. Timmy is on a private jet. He's on Jim Ursay's private jet as we speak. And he should be here for the coin flip. Oh, little Timmy comes out. You know, the whole country loved that shit. We need that. We need Timmy to, Timmy, take one for the team here. Call that the description. Well, fantasy. Like what's <laughs> the well, uh, the well unifier? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What kind of shit is this? Uh, okay, well, this is the kind of fun we have. Where the fuck is the water in that well? Yes, and then old brick. Yeah, and then maybe that will wake it up. Like, oh, it could have been a lot worse. But what could have been a lot worse? But now he's going to be go thirsty, except Poland Spring. Well, he'll have the Coca-Cola shirt on, so Coca-Cola will take care of him. I'm sure Coke has bottled water, too. Coke will of water. Don't they? You always hear about that, like, in a natural disaster. Pepsi or Coke always sends water. Yeah, you know, just be you're, you're dying of thirst. I don't know. Maybe you just want something sweet, too, you know, because you haven't had anything to eat, either. I guess you still want the water. Hey, give me the water, Pepsi Cola, whatever the fuck. All right, last thing is uh, I didn't, you know, I forgot to kind of follow up on this. 
later in the day, but I, I'd heard like breaking news or whatever yesterday about there was um, a journalist and historian maybe that were lost in the Brazilian rainforest and they suspect um, I wonder I wonder what happened there it's, this is you know 12 hours ago I heard about it forgot all about it this morning but um, they were lost there and they, they suspect like foul play or whatever they, they found their they found human remains that have not been identified yet they also found the belongings that um, belong to either this um, journalist or this historian or whoever the whoever that person was you know they're doing um, a story on preservation of the rainforest I guess but all I could think about was and this is we need a movie like this okay I, I don't know it's, it probably wouldn't sell but we need a movie like this where there's like cannibals involved and uh, you know I guess maybe I'm just picturing like the last scene of Apocalypse Now, but we need we need a, we need a movie where somebody shows up and there's a head on a spike, and it's like that like talk about an adrenaline rush, like you show up to this place, it's this white man that does not belong there, and they see the only other white guy there is a head on a spike. That's a rush right there. Like, oh fuck, what what did I do? Or, like, remember there's, like, a missionary a couple years ago, a few years back? And he went to, like, bring Christianity. It's fucking dope. Went to bring Christianity to some island someplace. I mean, yeah, the word of Christ. These people are just trying to survive. Are you fucking nuts? These people are just... These people are... Like, they, they live, like, for all intents and purposes, a simple life. All right? Hunt. Hunt. You know? Uh, reproduce. And survive basically, right? They, they 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 live, but they don't want you know. You are a threat, man. You can oh well, I'm bringing the word of God to them. They need to learn about Jesus and the sacrifices He made for these very people. Like no, man, they don't want they don't want electricity, man. They don't want fucking indoor plumbing. All right, they're fine. They're happy where they are. And the guy got a fucking arrow to the chest or something because he was invading their land, man. How fucking... It's 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 an egotistical thing. Really, you have a gigantic ego to think that you know better than those people. Like, they've been doing fine for years, generations, centuries. They've been doing fine in their little part of the world. And I'll tell you what, man. They, they have headaches, right? I mean, they don't have modern medicine. They don't have... Um, that's probably the biggest one, right? Modern medicine. They don't have... Oh, they don't have way to preserve food and shit. They don't have refrigeration. Uh, indoor plumbing again, right? But, um, man, they, they are doing just fine. It's very, it's a fucking simple life. And you come in here, this fucking jerk off in khakis trying to show them the way of Jesus Christ. You know what? You deserve a fucking arrow to the chest. You have a gigantic fucking ego to think that they give a flying fuck what you have to say or what some book has to say in, in oh it's in a thousand languages or two thousand languages across the globe you know what it ain't in their fucking language okay they want nothing to do with your dumb ass you should have this fucking guy's head on a spike 
You know, why? What? Well, you couldn't write that movie, right? Because uh, you, you would, you'd, it would be, you'd get bullshit from the Christian groups, right? I mean, the people on the island don't give a fuck because they're not going to see the movie. It's like making a movie. You can make fun of Amish people in movies because they're not going to watch it. These groups are not protected by um, political correctness. And the only reason is because they don't watch the shit that we're talking about them on. There's not a group. Is there a group defending the Amish? Is there a group defending... Um, indigenous people like on some island someplace that have been have lived that same way for centuries no you can make fun of them all you want but the Christians if you send a Christian to one of these places it ends up with an arrow in his fucking eyeball uh, you can hear about it from the Pope he's gonna be on the phone tomorrow you know but there's something to be said about that you know stay in your fucking yard alright uh, you know, you want to call it hubris? It's not hubris. You're a fucking moron. And you really think who the fuck you are. It's like coming to my house, knocking on the door. Like, I don't want... I mean, how many how many Jehovah's Witnesses get the door slammed in their face? And you're going to an entirely different culture. You, they don't have doors to slam in their face. They see you coming in with fucking whatever disease you might be carrying. You're a fucking threat. Anyway, we need a movie like that. We need heads on spikes. That's all. I need to see a head on a spike in a movie. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Tuesday. It's two days in a row. Back in action, baby. I got to fucking figure out what we're going to talk about tomorrow now. Fucking exhausted all my well content. There's nothing, uh, no telling what I'll uh, come up with tomorrow. All right. Have a great fucking day. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Do not take any shit from anybody.